Good morning. Welcome back to another episode of the Hit Bodies podcast. I'm your host, Chelsea Pleasant. And if you're new here and you're wondering what this podcast is, let me give you the lowdown. So I run a workout group called Hit Bodies, and I literally live stream the workouts that I do for myself for my clients. I provide modifiers, everything from postpartum, pregnancy friendly, for a newbie, whatever. And so we have like a whole archive of like hundreds and hundreds of workouts. It's so much fun. And one of the things that makes it fun is if you're my workout buddy, I'm going to give you the lowdown. I'm going to give you like the updates on my life and we're just going to chat, all that kind of stuff. And so that's exactly what I do on this podcast because I'm like not out of breath like I am during a workout. So it just gives me a chance to dive deeper and connect a little bit deeper with you guys. And then on that note too, I do try to mix in something helpful each week. So with all that being said, let's go ahead and dive in. So it's December 26th as I'm recording this. I tried to record an episode yesterday because normally I release these episodes on Monday, but obviously yesterday was Christmas and it was absolutely insane. Like, I think this was the first year I was just like truly overwhelmed because we didn't buy Kevin that much, but between my mom and my aunt, my children were absolutely spoiled. We are so grateful for everyone, but holy cannoli, there was just so much stuff in the house. It was like, whoa, whoa. (laughs) I just like, I want three hours uninterrupted to like organize all this stuff and just chuck things. Like that's what I, f- I want to chuck his old stuff to make room for the new. Yeah. We have more construction trucks than any child would ever need, but nonetheless, anyway, let's move on. So because I was feeling so like overstimulated, overwhelmed, whatever, uh, we took the tree down yesterday afternoon, it, gone. And then I like moved a shelf that was in Kevin's room that was pretty much unused down into the living room where the Christmas tree was that and I'm calling it Casey's corner and I put this like little mat that she got and like made it a little like Casey play area because we don't really have a rug in our living room anymore because my dogs are literally the most disgusting creature they're not but while I was pregnant they were so disgusting to me I the rug was disgusting everything was disgusting everything that smelled like a dog or could hold the smell of a dog made me gag and that included our couches and the rugs. The rug just, it's gone. I'm like, I'm not getting another rug until the dogs have passed on, which they are very old, but I feed them very well. Like we home cook all of their dog food. So they might live forever. I don't know. Anyway, I just want to throw stuff away. Like Christmas, I am so overstimulated by stuff and it's like, I get it. Like kids like to open presents. I, I do. I get it. But at the same time, oh, oh my gosh, I could just do without the clutter. I really could. I could just do without the clutter. Anyway, whatever. I'm an all or nothing person. And so like, (laughs) I also never want to eat sugar again. I'm pretty sure last week I was telling you guys how like I just wanted to bake all the Christmas cookies. And I did. I baked all the Christmas cookies. They were wonderful. They were delicious. It was so much fun. Um, I hardly ate any of them. I just had fun baking them. But now I'm just like, I never want to look at a cookie again. There was, I, I, first off, I ate quite a few, I would say on, yeah, yeah, I think between Christmas Eve and Christmas, I ate like more than I should have. And I'm pretty sure buttercream, okay, once you've made buttercream frostings, I don't think I had ever really made it until I went on this little Christmas cookie rampage. Oh my God, you guys, it's really bad for you. (laughs) Um, And I'm pretty sure 
Kevin puked from it because he ate so much of it because we did like a little oh I'll tell you about that in a second we did a little Christmas cookie decorating party and Kevin and obviously the other children ate way too much frosting I mean Kevin was just like licking frosting straight and I know what's in it it's like but it's literally butter and sugar with like a hint of vanilla that's like it and oh my gosh you guys he puked so much on Friday night he's like never puked like that in his life so sorry if that like killed your appetite um yeah so anyway those are our Christmas updates as a family um the big the big present was a trip to Disney World from grandma and grandpa we've kind of known this is going to happen for a while but we will be going to Disney World where Kevin will get to go to Radiator Springs he's a big Cars fan so it's going to be so much fun and I'm feeling very motivated to fit into shorts or find shorts that are not maternity shorts for that trip because Florida is obviously a little more warm than North Carolina, but we will see. So I'm, I'm just, I'm a little bit motivated to obviously not eat Christmas cookies and stuff like that. <laughs> um, yeah, I'll keep you posted on all that and I'll, I'll kind of tell you my game plan later on. So the other thing I was going to talk about was like first impressions. So I was listening to this podcast and this guy talked about this moment he had with Noah Cyrus and how he blew it. Like he, he blew it. And I was thinking about how unbelievably awkward I can be. And I, and I always blow it. Okay. So tell me if you're this kind of person, but I'm going to think back to, I'm, I specifically thought about like several moments, but I'm going to tell you about one. Shalene Johnson. Do you guys know who Shalene Johnson is? I'm a big, big Shalene Johnson fan. If you don't know who she is, I, I just, I don't even know where to start. She's awesome. So I went to one of her live events back in like 2017 and you guys, you guys, if you know me personally, you know, I'm a fun person. Okay. Like I like to dance. I like to chat. I'm fun. But for whatever reason, the moment that Shalene Johnson like came over to like my area, cause it's like at this event, she would like kind of walk around and like everybody think of like the Ellen show, right? Like when Ellen like walks around and everyone's dancing, imagine like the most awkward, like dad at a wedding dance, like, <laughs> Like that was me. That was me. It like there there were women like cause these are like Shalene Johnson fans. So they're like twerking, they're like having fun. And then there's me like s- stepping and snapping or something. Like just I blew it. I blew it. I could have had a great first impression with Shalene Johnson, right? And I blew it. And I feel like I always do that. When I have like the chance, you know, to make a first impression, it's like, okay, I'm why am I like this? Why, why do I suck at first impressions? And I always say awkward things. My husband always makes fun of me because I always overshare. I cannot tell you how many people that I have told <laughs> that I would pee my pants for a long time when I was young because I was too shy to ask to go to the bathroom. I've told way too many people. He's like, Chelsea, that did not come up. And I'm like, it came up. He's like, because you just said it. That's why it came up. But I feel like it does come up. Anyway, I... <sighs> Yeah, I just, I am, I'm an awkward person and I just felt like telling you guys that today. Um, yeah. So anyway, the next, that's like just the random, the random update section. Let's move on. Cause we have so many things to talk about today. So it's the day after Christmas and many people ate like a human garbage disposal and I get it as you should, you should enjoy the holidays 
And I definitely don't think you should be like overly conscious. Like if you want another Christmas cookie, girlfriend, have another Christmas cookie. Um, but I wanted to address why cardio is not the answer. Cause so many people are like, oh my gosh, I need to go on a run. I ate all the Christmas cookies or like whatever. Right. Okay. So no, that's not the answer, but let's talk about like kind of what your body could use after you've had a, a day of indulgence, as we'll say. We're not it's not like good or bad. It's not it's nothing. It's like you just enjoyed the freaking holidays and maybe ate a few extra calories. What would be the most ideal thing to do to maximize those extra calories? Cause look at it as extra fuel in your body. You want to use that fuel for strength, for building strength, because you have a lot of glycogen in your muscles. And so basically, okay. Like today in hip bodies, we did a full body strength workout, raw strength, zero cardio. Okay. We did squats, we did deadlifts, we did push ups, we did rows, and we did shoulder press. It was amazing. I feel great. And I know I did the best possible thing after the day of indulgence that I had. Okay. So let's talk about why. When you do, like when you go on a jog, the excess post exercise oxygen consumption is pretty minimal. So like if you're wearing an Apple watch or, you know, something like that, it's going to look like, oh man, I burned like a lot of calories on that run. Cause, cause you do, you're just like, you're breathing really heavy. Right. Um, but then after the workout, there isn't a whole lot of muscle recovery. Okay. But your muscles, when you do a strength workout, it's totally different. So on your Apple watch, it's going to look like way less calories. You're going to be like, oh man, I hardly burned any calories. We'll talk about why that stuff is not what you want to focus on another day, but let's talk about what does happen. So you get a workout in, you burned a lot of calories, little calories, none of that really matters. But what happens if you push yourself during a strength workout and you truly, you know, kind of hit fatigue with each of your lifts, well, then your excess post-exercise oxygen consumption increases your metabolism, So all of those muscles you stimulated, they are going to utilize calories all day during the recovery process. It, it's a pretty big range. Everyone's body is different. And it also depends on how hard you push yourself in terms of like what that number is, like how much percentage more, but it's a significant amount. And then once the muscle is like, so now the muscle has rebuilt a little bit stronger than it was the day before, right? Now that stronger muscle utilizes more calories all day. Okay. So when you have all that extra glycogen and all that extra energy in your body, the best thing you can do for it is to do a nice strength workout. And then continuing that in the long term is going to build a stronger metabolism. And that's why for me with hip bodies, I like to focus on doing workouts that are doing workouts and even focusing on nutrition in a way that gives you results you can actually keep. Because sure, you can eat less, move more constantly, right? Like you can just starve yourself and, you know, do insane workouts that, you know, are kind of tough on your joints. And in the end, you end up with a metabolism that is like a slug and it is so hard to keep the results. And that's not what we want. That's not what we want. So that is why I focus on strength training. And that's why I recommend that you focus on strength training, especially after the holidays. Um, And with all that being said, I do think I'm going to do some sort of freebie. So stay tuned. If you follow me on social media, I'm going to put something out so you can kind of join in for free that first week of New Year's. I still need to figure out exactly how to do it. Okay. So moving on, moving on. 
So this part of the podcast is where I kind of just talk about like I've, I have some checkpoint things that I discuss the same each week. Um, and the first one is something I'm sucking at lately. And the truth is it's eating plants. Y'all, I do not eat enough plants. I feel like potatoes and onions <laughs> are pretty much the extent of the plants I consistently eat, but I definitely, I need to eat more like fruits and vegetables. Like I would like to eat salads more frequently. I'd like to make smoothies more frequently. I just feel that that would be a really good addition to my diet. So to address this, um, I like to have frozen fruits on hand for a smoothie. So like my go-to, there's a mix in like the frozen fruit section that's usually like pineapples, mango, strawberries, I think. I think it's those three. It's like a tropical fruit mix. And I do that with a frozen banana, a splash of OJ, and then I put a good amount of like a vanilla flavored high protein Greek yogurt. Um, there, I, I use like the Oikos one and I think it's like 17 grams of protein or something. Now a vanilla protein powder would be ideal, but I'm going to be honest with you guys. I, it's just expensive to buy like a $60 container of protein, right? I, I don't know. So I've just been using like the vanilla Greek yogurt. I, I don't know. I should just buy some freaking protein powder, but I've just avoided it because I'm like, mm, a $5 container of protein or like a high protein yogurt will do the trick for now. And honestly, it's like a whole food. So I feel a little bit better about it, but protein powder is also great and it would also probably keep it a little bit leaner. Okay. So that is kind of what I'm sucking on, sucking at, but I have a plan. Okay. So I'm going to do that. And then I'm also going to commit to a few salads a week, whether it's like bagged salads or something like that. I don't know. I really do like to have a homemade dressing on hand because I think like what makes a homemade salad or like any salad like not as good for you is having the salad dressings that have like crap ingredients in it, like canola oils and stuff like that. So I'd like to just have a salad dressing in my fridge that I can just shake up. That's like maybe red wine vinegar, Dijon, olive oil, that kind of thing that I can feel really good about. So I need to... I need to find a good salad dressing recipe and I'm going to commit to eating several salads this week. Okay. I will keep you posted on how I do with that. So stay tuned for next week. Um, and on the flip side, something I'm killing it at lately is being present with my family. I have been doing a little bit less social media and just more connection with my family and I'm loving it. There is zero regret there. It, it feels so good to just put my phone away. I feel like I don't have near as many pictures and stuff like that. Like from, I don't even know if I took a single picture yesterday on Christmas, which makes me a little bit sad to say, but at the same time, I was so present with my family. It was so nice. So I, I just feel good about that. And I hope it inspires you to maybe just put your phone away and feel like you don't have to capture every moment. Sure, it's nice to have like moments to look back on, but you don't need to take a gazillion pictures. You don't need to post to your Instagram story. You don't need to post to like anything. Just just be present with your family because these moments, these are the good times. You're going to look back on it and it's you're always in the good times. We always look back and reminisce on on our past. So try to soak it up now, Okay. And I, I have been feeling really proud of that, even though sometimes there, it comes with a lot of guilt, right? Cause you're always trying to, you're always being pulled as we get older in different directions. And especially in this season of my life, having two small children, running a business, everything else, like I'm being pulled in so many directions. So whenever I really give myself 
permission to give something 100% of my attention, other things are kind of paying for it, right? And so there's guilt there, but I'm just, I'm proud of myself for being really present with my family because I think we can all agree that that, that's the most important thing, right? Okay, next up is meals I'm loving. So I don't have any new recipes that I tried that was like a slam dunk for a meal, but I tried this very simple way to have like a side dish and I'm going to be making this a lot because it was so good. So it was a packet, a, like a bundle of asparagus. And then I sliced up a pack of mushrooms. I tossed it in coconut oil, fresh rosemary, salt and pepper. And I roasted it at 425 for like 15 minutes in the oven. So freaking good. <laughs> oh my gosh. I will be making this several times a week. It's a great way to get plants in, which is a goal of mine. And it's just a very quick and easy side dish. Asparagus is one of those things though. It's like hard to keep it fresh. I've heard of like keeping it in the, in a jar, like of water in the fridge. I don't know. I'm going to try it, but if anyone has a hack on keeping asparagus fresh in the fridge, definitely let me know. Cause I'm a once a week grocery shopping kind of girl. And so asparagus is a little bit tricky in that sense, but I feel like you could do it with green beans and it would be just as good. But that was the recipe, just rosemary, salt, pepper, and then like whatever oil. I use coconut oil because I always have coconut oil on hand. It was so good. So, so good. And I think you could do that with a lot of different veggies. Just the rosemary. Mm. I have a like, I have rosemary in my backyard. And last night I was like, Cameron, can you go clip some rosemary from the garden? And he just looked at me. He's like, you mean the weed that we are lucky to have? Like literally, Chelsea, that is not the garden, <laughs> our garden, you got, I should take a picture of our garden and there is a rotten watermelon in there, a bunch of dead basil, um, so many weeds. It's so bad. Okay. So moving on is workout wins this week. So last week was strength and eight count cardio. So, okay. The way these workouts were, it was like a simple combo of strength workouts. And then we did so you know like a song eight count like one two three four if anyone's like a dancer or something like that then you know what an eight count is so we did kind of a simple cardio thing that took up like one to two eight counts and we just did it on repeat for a whole song and it was really fun I I when I was like thinking did I have any workout wins this week I honestly just really enjoyed all of last week all of last week's workouts I felt I felt very challenged. I really enjoyed the cardio. It wasn't too much cardio. I felt like I could really focus on the strength and still have fun doing some cardio. It was just, it was good. It was just a good week. Um, this upcoming week, we're, we're kind of highlighting an old challenge. We're doing strength, hit, and endurance. So today was full body strength. Tomorrow will be hit. And then Wednesday will be endurance. And it's from this challenge we did called She Did That. Um, and that that was like, so we just cycle through those ones. So then Thursday we'll do strength again and Friday we'll do high intensity interval training again. And yeah, I always like those workouts too, because it's like you separate the cardio from the strength by doing like, you know, really focusing on it on that high intensity interval training day. And then the endurance day, oh baby, if you've never done like an endurance strength workout, I'm telling you, you will be crawling afterwards. That happens to fall on the day Jen teaches. So sorry, not sorry. Jen, you're going to do great. You're going to do great. Honestly, you should be the one teaching it. You're in much better shape than me right now. Okay. So things I'm obsessed with. This is like an exciting one. So I, 
my friend Misty came over with her children on Christmas Eve to decorate Christmas cookies. And this was so much fun. So for dinner, we didn't like have an official dinner. We just did like snacky food. So I made a charcuterie board. We did buffalo chicken dip, spinach dip with homemade sourdough. And she brought over fresh fruits and veggies. And then we obviously decorated Christmas cookies. And I put out the full spread of like cookies that I had been working on all week. It was so much fun. And that was the night Kevin puked because he ate way too much frosting, specifically buttercream. Okay. But the point is, so Misty, she brought over the fresh fruits and vegetables in this plastic container and it was the coolest container. So it's like, it's clear and it has like a raised bottom. That's like a grid. And so it was filled with fresh fruits and veggies. She had cotton candy grapes, snap peas, broccoli, carrots, um, berries, all sorts of stuff. And it was just sitting on there and it had the lid. So she pulled this thing straight out of her fridge and brought it over. And and she was saying that she keeps this filled all the time. So when the girls are, she has daughters. And so when they're snacky in the afternoons, because if you have young children, you know, they get like super snacky in the afternoons. She just pulls it out, sets it on the counter and lets them kind of go and graze whenever they want. And I just thought that was so genius because I think all of us need healthier things to graze on. And I am 10 out of 10 ordering this. I will try to remember to put it in the show notes, the one that Misty found. Um, I, I got an Amazon gift card and I'm ordering it. I'm just, I'm obsessed. I am so obsessed. It's so cool. And it's perfect for like, yeah, like for bringing to a friend's house when you like, it was so awesome. I cannot recommend it enough. So that is what I'm obsessed with is that specific item. Like how old am I? I am so old. Uh, my husband also so sweet. He got me for Christmas and cause he had broken my giant 40 ounce water cup. It was still a hundred percent usable. It was just like the top was chipped. So he bought me a new one. You guys, we are 40 ounce water cup people now. Like this is, it, it has been a game changer for hydration. If you have not jumped on the 40 ounce water cup train, you got to do it. So Stanley cups is like the OG, but those are really expensive. Like you can get a knockoff one at Walmart or whatever, but it's just like a tumbler that keeps your water cold. 40 ounces. It has a narrow enough bottom to fit in your cup holder. They're so good. Okay. Moving on, moving on. Song that fires me up. So it is the day after Christmas, but I just, I need to put this song out there because I should have mentioned it sooner, more so in the Christmas season. It's the Merry Christmas by Elton John and, wow, why can I not remember his name right now? Oh, Ed Sheeran. Elton John and Ed Sheeran. That is 100% my favorite Christmas song still. If you haven't listened to it, go listen to it. It's so good. And it just puts me in a good mood. Uh, We listen to it a thousand times in this house. And I feel like we're going to do an honorable mention for a Christmas movie because we're just on the topic of like song and Christmas movie. So I am so proud that my son has fallen in love with Noel the way I have. That is hands down one of the best Christmas movies. Disney slayed it with that one. Like, it's so cute. If you if you like Elf, then you're going to like that one because it's the same type of humor. Um, and it's definitely kid-friendly. You know how like every movie has like a stressful part, like the climax? I appreciate when a movie's stressful part is not that stressful. Like I don't need more stress in my life. I have a stressful life. When things... I will be watching a movie and just think like, oh, things are going so well. 
what are they going to do to make things go south? I'm not ready for it. I wish they wouldn't. I wish I could just watch things go well. You know what I mean? What is there any show like that where things just go well all the time? That would be so nice. Anyway, great movie because the stressful part was not that stressful. And it's very funny. It's very cute. Kevin loves it. I love it. My husband, he recommended it to a friend, so I know he loves it, but I don't I feel like he won't give it as much credit as I do. Okay final section of the podcast today, unpopular opinions. I wish that people would not insist on waiting for a parking spot, even though it inconveniences everyone. Do you know what I'm talking about? You know, when they just like are sitting there waiting for a parking spot and now you're inconveniencing everyone around you. Like there are people behind you and you're just sitting there with your blinker on like, "Mm, nope, I'm getting the spot or even like weirder when two people are clearly vying for the same parking spot. This doesn't happen where I live as much because parking is just not a problem. But when I lived back in Washington, like Seattle, oh my gosh, it would happen all the time. And I remember specifically, I worked at Bahama Breeze in the South Center Mall And you guys, parking there during the holidays, I had to give myself an extra half hour just to ensure I could find a spot. And I would walk so far. It's honestly like looking back, it was dangerous. Like, especially at the end of the night when you were like, somebody could look and see like, oh, that's a server getting off their shift. They have a ton of cash on them. You know, people would get robbed. It would happen like quite a bit. It's very scary. Um, Yeah. And so I had to walk like very far. (laughs) It was terrible. And they even had um, valet parking there, which is very unique, just, just during the holidays because it was so hard to find a parking spot. And actually, I had a friend it used to drive me crazy. She was one of the people that would insist on like trying to get a really close parking spot when you could just drive further away and there was plenty of spots, you know? For me personally, this is like a touchy subject because I get it when there's like very few parking spots available. So it's like when you see one about to open, it's like you want to grab it and you're like, tough luck guys, you're going to have to wait. And I, and I get it. If there's like truly like very little parking spots available, I get it. It's your turn. You, you hopped on this moment. But for me personally, as a mom, when I see someone When I'm at the freaking grocery store where there is plenty of parking, you just might have to simply walk a little bit further. I have two small children. Why are you rushing me by like, you know what I mean? Like sitting there with your blinker on. Like I I have to load two small children in all these groceries and like go put the cart back. Like what, what is, what are you talking, what are you doing? Why? It's just, I, I don't like it. I don't like it. Walking is not that big of a deal. And if you are like, disabled, I would imagine you have a handicap spot, right? Like you have access to those. I don't know. I'm, I just, for me personally, unpopular opinion, I really, I think it's rude when people do that. And especially when you're making someone feel rushed when they're trying to get out there, maybe I want to get in the car and just sit for a second. Okay. Maybe I just had a really stress. If you're shopping with two small children, you might just freaking need a second when you get in the car or even better when you lock the children in the car for a second. And it's just like, ah, silence just for like those two seconds before you get in the car. That's like, that is bliss. That is bliss right there. Anyway. Yeah. I, but I had a friend back growing up that would always insist on waiting for a parking spot that was like close and she would like circle the park. She like would literally pass open parking spots to try to get a close one. And I'm like, why? 
we, we are in our 20s. We can walk. We, we can, what are you doing? So where do you fall on this spectrum? Are you just like, I am a screw it and walk kind of person for sure. Um, but if I do have my pick for parking spots, I am going to go for one next to where you put the carts back. That is the kind of person I am now. And it is 100% because of the small children in my life. Cause I want to just boop, put the cart back and put them in. So the way I do it, I always put my cart back. So what I do is I load up the groceries, do not load up the kids, go put the cart back. And then I load up the children because I don't load up the children and then go walk and leave them unattended, right? I never leave my children unattended and I'm very strategic about like how I put them back. Um, I have seen way too many, like, gosh, don't you guys hate how Facebook just scares you now? Oh, I wait, like I love social media for so many things and I think it builds awareness about things, but it also, hello, anxiety, right? Oh yeah, it's terrible. I won't even get into it because it's like, I want this to be a happy place. So yeah, that pretty much covers everything I wanted to discuss. Just a random thing. I'm just like looking at it. So I wanted to tell you, I need to start taking my magnesium again. Um, I sleep fine when I sleep, obviously, like I'm so tired. I just pass the F out, but I'm just looking for like any, <laughs> any nutritional gaps or anything. And I think like everyone could benefit from taking magnesium. There are so many kinds of magnesium though. And if I'm being honest, I am not an expert in it. So maybe what I'll do for next week, in fact, I'm going to like write this down right now. I'm going to go through the different types of magnesium and we're going to find out what what you need. Okay. I'm typing different types of magnesium. So next week you can look forward to that for the helpful part. We're going to learn about all the different types of magnesium. I am going to do research and become a self-proclaimed expert between now and next week. Okay. Sound good. That's great. Look at that. I, not only did I finish this podcast, I have a plan for next week. That's amazing. So have a great day, you guys. Thank you so much for listening. And I hope you have, I hope you had a wonderful Christmas and I hope you have a wonderful new year. And I hope you have a wonderful holiday if you celebrate something that I didn't mention. And if you don't celebrate any of it, I just hope you're having a great season. Okay. All right. Bye.